Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Fix. We have another great episode planned for you guys. We got a breakdown echo. We had some huge Star Wars bombs dropped this week with a lot of great information coming there. But before we get into all that, joining me as always is Zane. Zane, how was your past week going? Man, this past week was crazy busy. Um, I refereed every night that I didn't go to church. Um, and had to tee some coaches up, both coaches last night. So it was a it was a hectic hectic night, and the uh, they actually had no clue how to play basketball. Uh, so that actually made it <laughs> significantly worse. Um, but uh, on top of that, we had Echo Drop, which was was a fun thing that we got to watch. So it was something that I was looking forward to um, watching, and the uh, the enjoyment of that will be uh, you know we'll 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 get to that. Um, but that was cool, and then uh, just a good family, good family week. Honestly, uh, really dedicated with all my time. On top of that, but uh, yeah, it was good. What about yourself? I had a good week, and I gotta say, yeah, sure, we had Echo Drop, but you used a word there when you were talking about Echo. Just for a second there, you said it was fun, and I gotta <laughs> tell you, I had quite the opposite experience with this show, and we're gonna get into that in a second. Because I have some very strong feelings about this one. Ooh, um, but other ooh. than that, my week was good. Had a good time. Got some cool stuff done. Um, you know, we talked about my YouTube channels in the past, so I won't get into that. But got a lot of that stuff done this week. But yes, we had Echo drop this week. All five episodes. And before I, I tee off on this one, I'm going to let you go ahead and go first. Let me know what you thought about Echo. Tell me if you liked it, if you didn't like it, what you loved, what you didn't. Let's hear what you have to say about Echo. <laughs> Okay, so I have a I have a mixed bag on this one. Um, I did not love it. Uh, there was definitely uh, a part of me that just uh, just didn't didn't dig it. Um, I didn't love the whole ancestor portion of it. I I like the thought. I like the thought of the echoing through the years. I did not like the execution. I did not like the ancestors. I thought it was completely weird. Um, I didn't, especially the one playing the game, and then the random Western girl who stood in the open field and shot people. Like, I just did not seem <laughs> like enough. It didn't seem like they dived into it enough. Um, I thought Maya was great in her role, um, and I really liked the. Uh, the one shot with Daredevil, best part of the entire show. Um, but uh, Vincent D'Onofrio killed it as Kingpin, and so like there's there's a lot of stuff to like, um, but there there's also a lot of stuff that uh, was just not great. I, I don't want to I don't want to give my full review. I'd like to I'd like to talk about it uh, more. So you have you you just go ahead and tee off a little bit, and we'll dive into it. All right, well, this is, you know, one thing I've been I was kind of thinking about, what, what are some things we can have the viewers looking forward to with the podcast this year? And I was thinking, you know what, I haven't brought this up to you yet, but it just hit my mind while right before we got on here. I was like, at the end of the year, you know, we should do some weekly fix awards. We should do who we thought was the best actor in a TV show, best actor in a, a movie, best TV show we watched this year, worst TV okay, show, all these okay. things, right? I like that. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Echo is the worst TV show of 2024. <laughs> All right, I don't need to see anything else. Oh my gosh! It is it is the worst TV show of 2024. You said you saw some things that you did like. I didn't. All right, I did not find from the moment I started watching the show, I was confused. And by the time the show ended, I still didn't know what the plot of the story was. I get it was supposed to be this revenge thing about, oh, Kingpin killed my dad, la di da di da It was awful. It didn't make any sense. The ancestry thing, they finally cleared up in the last five minutes of the episode. I mean, you said that you thought the actor that played Maya did a good job. I don't think so, alright? I think the only good thing I can say about this show was the action scenes were good, and there was only a couple of those that were even good, because for the most part, they weren't, all right? We had the Daredevil fight, which was by far the best part of the show, and when you're going to advertise someone like an Air a Daredevil being in there, listen, it's not like that was a surprise. We all knew that was coming. That was a teaser trailer, and he is in the show for 30 seconds? 
No. You Marvel, listen. If by any chance this catches some traction or anything like that, y'all missed on this one. All right. With this being one of your only shows you have coming out this year, this is bad. All right. And I've been high on the Marvel ship ever since Loki season two. I thought they were finally starting to figure some stuff out. This wasn't it. All right. I've tried. I watched every episode. I paid deep attention to every episode because I just kept waiting for something to come about where I'm like, you know what? This is getting better. It didn't get better. It just got more confusing. Only five episodes. And it, another thing I haven't even talked about, only five episodes was an issue to begin with, because with this being a Marvel Spotlight series, the whole show should be contained in these five episodes. Everything where you almost feel like things should have been rushed, it almost felt like nothing was rushed because there were so many scenes in there that just didn't need to be there. So you have all this culmination of these five episodes. It ends with a 30-second fight between Kingpin and Maya, and it didn't, again, didn't make any sense, all that. You know, this was just, I, this is my worst Marvel show, period. This is, I just, man. Okay, okay, all right, like, take a, Jacob, oh, Jacob, 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 take a breath. Take I a breath, so it's okay. The they oh, had so man. much going for it, a TVMA rating, so we're going to get some, and they did show some more stuff, but they did it in such a way that it was so forced. I feel like all the yep. time we saw blood I was gonna, and I was all talk this about stuff, that. it was yeah. forced blood. It didn't make sense. I'll digress for a minute. I'll let you get back on here and you know speak your <laughs> mind a little bit about it. But, oh man, I uh, love it. I love the passion. Um, I don't like I don't like what you're saying um, because a lot of it, a lot of it. Here, let me ask you one question um, first. Did you watch Hawkeye? Yes, I actually have now. Okay, you've seen Hawkeye. And okay. Yes. And I, and I, oh man, you go ahead, you go ahead, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. Um, one of the, my biggest complaints with episode one is that there was so much Hawkeye flashbacks. We only get five episodes, and I'm pretty sure 40% of the first episode was reused footage from Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Which is, that's a, that's a tough sell for a show with five episodes. You said, you said you didn't like... Um, anything about the show, um, my, one of my biggest complaints was the relationship between her and her cousin seemed to be important oh. to her, seemed to be like there was a lot of depth there and it just wasn't touched at all. Um, yeah, we, nev we never important? got that, we never got that resolution. We understand that they were friends when they were young. We never really got them to like reconnect and dive into that as much as like, you know, in that roller ring, like, there really should have been more intensity there. There really should have been, like, a better resolution for them in that moment. Um, and then that should have been propelled forward more so than it was. Um, I definitely think the, the train scene, I like that train scene. Uh, I thought that was good. And one of my favorite parts about it, um, the, the show... We're, we're talking i'm gonna have to be super positive here because man man is it negative nancy over here but um <laughs> the one of my favorite parts of it was when they were showing in an action scene and then everything went silent to show it from her view i really liked the way that that was sound that sound editing i thought that was really cool um yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't the best um however um, I don't hate it as much as you did. It's definitely worth. It's definitely better than than She-Hulk. I can recommend this to anyone, uh, and with a with a clear conscience, and say it's better than She-Hulk. But here, here's all right. So I'm gonna say this. I was thinking about while I was watching it. And I I tried because I hate being negative about stuff. I really have gone into. Every show I've watched, open-minded. For sure. And I've really tried to enjoy everything. And I think you've even seen that i tried. Like, I gave Secret Invasion a lot of praise for a lot of things they did. Yep, did you like you did. this better than Secret Invasion? Uh, ooh. So even so just I, the hesitation there. I, it, it is in... I will say I like it better than Secret Invasion because it didn't... Not because it's better, but because it didn't do things as bad as Secret Invasion did. And and so it's it's not because Echo is good that it's better, but it's because Secret Invasion did so many things bad that I just like it ruined some things for me. 
it ruins some things and this doesn't do any of that this is just a this is a completely enclosed story that in and of itself is pretty pretty good so that is the only saving grace of this show for me is it does not impact mcu as anything a whole, right it is literally a self-contained story now they could go and do some stuff that i i hope they don't do you know who knows what they're going to do with it but what? that is this show's only saving grace well kingpin is, kingpin is not self-contained so this this will have that, echo effects throughout going, the exactly. MCU. it's going to but just not to the scale that secret invasion did well maybe right, uh, i mean they, dude honestly I mean, they could scrap all the secret invasion stuff do they you, could just do you of, literally think that they're gonna do anything with that line i, I mean, don't know and i'm I just feel like as if you are looking at the stories, right? Secret Invasion technically has more of an impact on the world of the industry more so than Echo does. It should. It should. It's like because of the things that happened with Echo being the way that it was, you could kind of be like, all right, we don't really need to touch on anything else with that. Secret yeah. Invasion has a lot of things that they do need to fix. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. That is the saving grace of this show is it could just kind of be left alone at this point. Okay. But I just, dude. I, so what you're saying, I think some of those things you touched on were decent. The fight scenes where they would go silent to see it from your, her perspective. It was cool and all, but it was just done, in my opinion, so randomly. I didn't like the way it they wasn't about consistent. It, it wasn't it consistent. was not consistent. They would just kind of it's almost like, oh, you know what? We haven't done that for a couple of couple of fight <laughs> scenes now. Let's let's just let's do it for this one. It just felt so random. So many things about the show didn't make sense. Um, me and my wife, she watched it with me, and the thing we joked about, the best character in the whole show was Biscuit. I mean, oh. some dude that's oh. a cousin to the main character who actually had some Biscuit? comedic relief in there. Right? Dude, At least there was dude, something the grandpa, kind of funny. The grandpa was the best character of the show. He was cool, too. Yep, I, he was the best. Know, I'll, I'll give him his flowers, too. But just overall, you know, you touched on the cousin thing. It made no sense why they were the way that they were, why there was some deep connection between the two, because they never touched on it. It was just something that we were kind of supposed to believe because they acted like it. And I just, I don't know, this show just did not hit for me. I mean, I'll let you get back to what you were saying, but I just, man, there's so much more I could say that I didn't like about the show. And I'm trying to find things that I did like. Like I said, I thought the action scenes were good most of the time. I mean, we're going to touch on the end here soon, I'm sure. But, yeah. They, um... So, you know, you said that we got to see some stuff with the TVMA rating. I'm actually going to count that as a negative. Um, and so, to me, the blood and gore in this looked like it was added post. Oh, 100%. So, 100%. it looked like it looked like they shot it for a TV not MA rating. Mm -hmm. And then they said, hey, we need to grab some viewers. What can we do to shell shock some people? Let's throw a TBMA rating on it. And so they went back and added some things. Um, that's what I personally think it looks like. Um, and the... Uh, oh, man. I wish I liked it more. Too, but man, I, I wanted to like it so bad. We've been hyping it up. And I'm telling you, I have a big issue with the fact that they showed a teaser trailer that had that Daredevil fight in it when that was literally the only time I we actually, were going to see Daredevil. I actually expected never to see him again after that. I said we won't see him again. As soon as see, as soon as that fight was over, I said we will not see him again. Especially, yeah, they it, it almost like showed it because it was in the first episode. Yep. Like, uh yeah, that, so I had a big issue with that, but I'll let you continue. I mean, I I don't know. Uh, the big the big issue. So the TVMA to me, it seemed like you ever had a, those friends around that like just learned to cuss, and it's like that just like you sound terrible. Yeah, they just they just use it in every sentence. Yeah, like that. No. Yep. Or, yeah, and like they just put it where it's not supposed to be. Not that it's supposed to be anywhere. Or you know, we we like to to talk like we have uh, some intelligence, but. Um, like, that's what the show looked like. It was like they were, like, just learning to use gore, but they didn't know how to use it right. Yep. And so, oh, man, it just looks so awkward when they used it. And um, the relationship between Maya and Fisk is the most interesting thing in the entire show, and it is completely, completely overlooked. There is no relationships in this movie. 
I mean, in this TV show. The relationship between her and her grandma doesn't make sense. It's explained in a 15-minute talk, if that, with her about she was too much like her mom, so she didn't reach out. Okay, that's yeah. some garbage. Um, like, you, that's, that does, that's not a thing. Like, and then, like, killing, like, why, why did he kill, why did Wilson Fisk kill the interpreter? Why? They didn't show anything that they had talked about, that they had trained. Your final lesson is, is concluded. We never saw a final lesson. Yeah, dude. (laughs) So, when we don't see any of the lessons, that statement and then him killing her just seems stupid. I mean, listen, I couldn't be more. You, you, what, I have it on my list here of things to talk about. And the Wilson Fisk, Maya Lopez relationship is number one on my list of issues with this show. Because, first off, why do they have a relationship? Where did their relationship come about? Because. So, in her, the comics, in the comics, it comes about because he kills her dad and then he takes her in as his yes. daughter. They don't show that at all. They literally just... Not at all. They just are like, hey, you're my uncle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What? It doesn't... Yeah. If you're going to make such a big plot point, you know, we didn't get to see her really have a relationship with her dad either. Right? Mm -hmm. She's so, like, it's just kind of like, oh, he killed my dad. Now I'm going to go kill him. Where is the, you know, what is this relationship? Like you, the relationship thing was so bad. You know, we talked about it with the cousin, talked about it with the grandma. We're talking about it with Wilson Fisk. It was just bad. There, It made no sense, ne- not one single time in the show, why these relationships were the way they were. Let me, let me ask you something. Do you know what the relationship between her and Henry is? Oh, and absolutely not. Yeah. So, like, I was like... Man, where did, is this where did his, he, is this her her dad's brother? Yes, where is he, where does he fit in this story? He owns a skating rink. He does. I mean, well, and I think cool, he was I guess. he was part of the the um I believe if I'm not mistaken, he was part of the tracksuit mafia. But like why was he accepted back by her family if the family hated her brother her dad so much oh dude because his last name's lopez like it's it's henry lopez so he's clearly related to her dad somehow so maybe they covered that maybe i missed it i well if you missed it i missed it too because it didn't ever make any bit of sense to me either what their relationship was so 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 wilson fisk's relationship is number one to talk about what's number two for you well, I've kind of brushed over a few of those things. You know, I think you touched on it perfectly. I like the way you said it's like they just learned how to use gore and blood and stuff. I thought it was literally every time they used it, it seems so forced. And like some of those like punches that we were seeing her hit. And then next thing you know, there's blood spewing out on the screen. Like across, you can see it kind of flying after she lands a kick or something. I guess you could attribute <laughs> that to her metal foot. All right. All right. Sure. But those were not hits that would cause like teeth just, come out yes and blood gushing and then we see when um i think his name is zane actually the wilson fist number one guy when he goes in there to find maya he goes into the skating rink they have they have henry and all of them tied up and everything and he shoots the one dude that works for him that's kind of betrayed them to give up where maya is yes what was up with all of that blood they're coming out of his eyes Yes, he got shot in the back. <laughs> dude, you, dude, you did not understand. That was a toxic radiation bullet. It must have been something, dude. It must have been eating him out from the inside. It must yeah. have that bullet had some teeth, and then when it got inside, it just started going. Because it made no like that was my big issue when I was watching it. Um, you know, w- number three on my list is where we'll go ahead and talk about it. The culmination of these five episodes, that ending with her confronting Fisk in that, I guess we'll call it a barn or whatever. That was terrible. That was absolutely awful. I hated that she was just like, hey, in the, cousin, in the warehouse? Trust, yes, in the warehouse. And then her she grandma goes, becomes like yes, super, like throws yes. two people off. What was that? Dude, they all have the power that they haven't explained. 
<laughs> yeah, what? All right, let's talk about that. Who are the Choctaws, and what is the power that they possess? Like, where, where, <laughs> dude? This show, I'm telling you, man, it's gonna take an awful lot for another show to come out in 2024 and have a worse story and a worse plot because this show made no. <laughs> since i still watched the entire thing i don't know what anything <laughs> happening was going on and i like to think that i know marvel pretty decently i would say i know it more than the average watcher the average watcher has to be really confused watching this show because i have no idea what the point of it was well so i just love that like she's channeling the power of the choctaw and like at no point do they ever show any of those women having super strength in the past. The only time, yes, the only time I guess you could kind of consider it is the one that's in like that weird, like mystic blue cave. But look, that's, you that's teleportation. Holding up that's, the... that's like they teleported out of that. Yes, yes. So like she holds the roof up for a second, but she's not Does the only she? one holding the roof up. They show a whole bunch of people holding that roof up. <laughs> So, and then, like, but, like, they, like, I just loved, like, when they were breaking it down, they were, like, strength, strategy, <laughs> accuracy, and then, like, what was the, the woman gave birth? Like, yes, that's a miracle of life, but every woman does that. Like, <laughs> do you need superpowers to give birth now? I'm just confused. Well, it, it wasn't the one of the, the last powers, was it love? Was that, I, I think, think that was, have... yeah, that was what it was. It was, yeah. Love. Well, heal, healing, healing. She okay, could heal. Healing. Oh, we don't see, she didn't heal anybody. They healed a bird. Okay, so let me, um, at the end of the show, so Chelsea actually liked this show. She said she enjoyed it. She said she enjoyed it. Um, but I had a question for her that I want to pose to you. Okay. Is Maya now good? Is she a hero? So so literally, my wife was asking me while we were watching it. She literally says, is she good now? Or is she still trying to be a villain? And I honestly, I looked at her and I said, I have no clue. Because she wanted to take over as Kingpin. She said she wanted to be the queen. Kingpin is not a good guy. He's not. And so you're going to give us this arc of how her wanting to be a villain, essentially. But then at the end of the show, she's like, I'm going to heal you, Kingpin. And she goes into his mind and la di da da I don't know what that was. And then he's just going to... And then he just has one more of his guys walk in with a gun and they just walk right out to the car and leave. I, you know, I don't know if she, I don't know if she's good or bad. I don't really understand. I don't know anything that could come from the show. I, dude, I'm just at a loss for words. Dude, so, so when she shot that bird... With the slingshot, I looked at my wife and I said, wow, so she's been a psychopath since day one. So I said the same thing whenever Kingpin beat up the ice cream dude and she walked over and kicked him twice. I literally looked at Danielle and said, so she's just a child psychopath. Yes, exactly. And I was like, so like, she and my wife was like, well, you know, she, she saved her family. And I was like, Yes, but so would every single villain on the planet. <laughs> like, they would and all save like, their family. Yes, exactly. That's that's not like... And maybe they played into that being her villain card, because they do talk about how Kingpin does kill his father. So maybe that's her, her saving grace. Her you know what? She saves her family. She doesn't kill her dad. I Except don't her know. mom, because she wanted ice cream or whatever it was. Oh, hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. Yep. yep. I mean, she, te- she said it. She said she yeah, killed she- her. Yep. So, uh, dude, this show—I don't know, man. The when I, whenever I saw the grandma get the powers, I literally started laughing. Like, I thought it was just a joke at that point. And then we we have the one guy on top of the RV. He's about to shoot an, a rocket launcher into the whole crowd of people, and Henry just whips out a suppressor out of his pocket. <laughs> dude, like, I love I love shooting a suppressor in a group of people and no one realizing a gun went off. Yes, people <laughs> act like they are literally just silent. Silence. I dude, mean, it, like, the, dude, you would still feel the shockwave. You would still hear it like a freaking gun. It just wouldn't hurt your ears. 
Dude, I there's just oh, dude. And it, the fact, but when I just saw him whip it out of his pocket, it's like okay, they're, they're just whip prepared it. for everything, you know. Yeah, he he hasn't had a silencer the entire time. No, no not at one so point has it shown a silencer. But just he, so he just happened to bring away. one. He just happened yep. to bring one to this festival. He knew he was going to have. Hey, to do maybe maybe that's part of the strategy that they were talking about. You know, they're prepared. For everything that comes well, in the Well, he, he's, he's not part of that bloodline. Yeah, so he's yeah, her, just take he's, that away. He's her maybe dad's gave, brother. Maybe, you know how she gave the other people powers? Maybe she gave him the power of strategy right before well, she... Well, those know? those were part of the line. You know, it's yeah, her cousin and her grandma, so like they yeah. all have the Choctaw power, apparently. Oh, man. Yeah, we still don't know what the Choctaw power is anyway, so... Alright, so we've, we've talked a little bit about it. Um... <laughs> Uh, well, let's go ahead and let's I, get I, into some ratings here. Let's, let's do a wanna... scale. Okay. You, you, <laughs> you have to, you have, if you have another question to ask, listen, right now is the time to do it. Because oh, man. after this podcast, I'm never talking about this show again. I'm not. So, so, so one thing I wanted to say that like, I really liked, I really liked the fact that Wilson made the contact lens for Maya. And I thought that was going to be like really good. Like going forward, that she was going to have the power to hear and understand anyone. Mm-hmm. And she throws it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't need this trash. I don't want to. I want this crippling disability to be mine. <laughs> and you this know is... that, that that contact lens had to be expensive. He says, oh, yeah. he said, I had this, co- he, I, I had this engineered for you. I mean,. I mean, uh, that's some groundbreaking technology right there. Literally, like, Wilson Fisk, he doesn't need to be evil anymore to make money. He just needs to hit the market with that thing. That's right. So, but, uh, yeah. so, but here's my question on that. Okay. Why in the world did it, that hap- not happen when he killed the interpreter? Oh, dude. <laughs> like, like, that should, like, that's when to give, like, that's when to give the contact lens. Is when like, hey, I don't trust anybody, so I made this, and then take the interpreter and kill her. So, like, yeah, just on that plot point, right? Oh, don't get me wrong. What I'm about to say is a little like, you know, contradictive of what I'm about to say. So, just bear oh, with me as we get I'm to ready. this point. I'm barren. But so he does. He does kill the interpreter. He doesn't have that thing made right. And I do understand the logic behind what Maya says here. But he gives her this expensive. Uh, we know it's expensive. That's not something that he just, you know, he had in the back room waiting. Oh, he, I know he where gives you're going. This, he gives this to her, and she goes, "You didn't even have the uh, the love or whatever word she uses to just learn sign language." Let's just forget that he just spent billions of dollars, probably, <laughs> on this groundbreaking technology to be able to talk to you one-on-one. But since he didn't learn how to do... And I get the idea behind it. I get what Marvel was going for. And I'm sure when they wrote that line, that pin was on fire in their minds. But... Oh. Yeah, wow. That was a... Wow, he really did not actually learn how to sign for her. Listen, he he's doing what he can do. Kingpin is a busy guy, all right? He's not, it's not like all he does is just sit around and talk to Maya all day. He's pulling strings left and right every single second. So, yeah, that made no sense to me. That whole plot point of the contact lens, I thought that was kind of a cool, cool thing. I was like, oh, she can actually, like, you know, talk to people now. But no, it, it, that got thrown in the trash at that gas station. Yeah. So, let me just ask you. So, I actually had this conversation at work before. Do you know how long it takes? To become fluent in American Sign Language? Let me know. How long does it take? Just take a guess. Take a guess. Fluent? Fluent. Like, to be able to speak it and, like, speak it well. I don't know. I feel like... I could could see it kind of being a really long time to be, like, you know, good at it. But I also feel like there's some stuff you could learn kind of quick. Let's just say two years. Two to three years. Okay. So this man has to study... For two to three years to talk to one person he cares about. Now I'm not discrediting everyone else who's deaf. That's not what I'm saying. But he doesn't care about them. Yeah, and he so only cares about this one he girl. He only cares about Maya. So like it's actually a bigger expression of love to put the, the money into the contact lens for just her and not sell it than to 
And like, this isn't just for him. This is for her to have absolutely complete and total understanding of anyone because it wasn't connected to a mic for him. It 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 viewed his body. It created a skeleton, and then it started interpreting. So like, man, man, did she miss? Did she misunderstand that gift? <laughs> the only thing that benefited Fisk was whenever she signed, it read back to him. I guess maybe he he must have had because he I think he might have had one on or something. Exactly. Yeah, he probably had so, the same one. Yeah. So th- it literally did just benefit her. Like she could she could actually be like a really good, you know, this would enhance everything about her. You know, uh, her abilities if she could just talk and understand what people are saying. So yep. yeah. But, you know, it's here. It's gone. Thank goodness it's gone. I'm glad okay. that this is not something I'm having to watch every week just to be let down. I'd rather I- it just be out of the way. But let's get into some ratings. You know, we have our we, we rate things on a 10 point scale here at the weekly fix. I don't know if you've thought of any of your rating. And if you need a second oh, yeah. to think about I it. I know. I know my rating. You know, your all right. Well, let's let's hit us with it. What is your rating of Echo? My rating of Echo. Oh, Jacob is a five. Five. Okay. Now, the, the I I am not as big of a hater on this as you are. I will never watch this again. Oh, so I, that automatically. I don't know if you could pay me to watch this again. In order for a movie, a movie or a show for me to be a seven, I have to be willing to watch it again. Like, sit down, and watch it again. If it's a six, that means if it's on. I will finish whatever, wherever it came into. Like, if I just came into the room, let's say I'm living in the barbarian world, and it's on cable, mm-hmm. and I walk in, and it's like 30 minutes in, I would finish it. That's a six for me. Okay. Uh, it. I would not finish it. I would find something else. Okay. So, so a five. But the, five, uh, I, yeah. I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed elements of it. Um, I thought the train scene was really good, except for the fact that the people disappeared halfway through it, the villains. Um, I thought that was weird. Um, and I also thought it was weird. Like, the dark helped the CGI look better, but it didn't look great. And then yeah, there's the tr- a lot of bad I thought, CGI. I thought the truck was weird. Um, so there's a lot of issues. I don't think they handled relationships well. So just all of that, like, stacked on top of each other. But the production level... Even though I just said, like, it wasn't, like, it never, at no point was I like, man, this production is terrible. No, like, I really enjoyed, like, the sound editing. I really enjoyed some of the things they did. There's moments in here that I enjoyed. Um, so I can't give it any lower than a five because I did enjoy part of it. But, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't give it any higher than that. All right. Well, five, you know, that's reasonable. I'm going to say a two. <laughs> I, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I did not like this show, and I'm not going to be honest. I know you didn't. At episode four, so only five episodes, episode four, I was at a four. I was going to say, I think this is going to wrap up at a four out of ten. I feel that bad. finale was, was so bad, it, was it bad. knocked two points off. Like, And for something to knock two points off, that's a, I, I know that's a lot of points to take off. So I was at I a, I was like at it a, was that bad. So we, we talked about Secret Invasion. So that's what Secret Invasion's finale did for me. Okay. I was at a six, and I and then I rated it a two. Yeah, like it was so, that finale was worse than Echo's finale. And you know, and like I said, I gave Secret Invasion a lot more credit than I'm giving this show. And I would watch Secret Invasion again before I watched this show. So you said you'd watch Echo before Secret Invasion. I would watch Secret Invasion before this show, and mostly just because I I know how bad the ending of Secret Invasion was, but at least it was kind of entertaining. Right. It wasn't just, you know, at least we kind of got that cool moment of thinking maybe that was Nick Fury that was actually injected himself with all these powers and stuff like that. And it ended up. I never thought that. See, I was kind of hoping that's what it was. I I never for a second thought that I was giving it the benefit of the doubt. I was like, maybe this is going to be cool. We'll get to see Nick Fury be cool for a while. And then what will happen is he'll just like take it out of his system somehow. So that's what I was saying while it was happening. (laughs) But this one. It was literally like 15 seconds of a grandma punching two guys, a cousin punching two guys, and her throwing a couple people over her back. That's all it was. And biscuits. And, and biscuits being able and, to modify a truck yes, in a junkyard a, in a yep. day 
that would take a skilled professional weeks to put that like <laughs> he built a monster truck and man did he put that thing to work so Dude. and then all i guess all those people that had the slightly dented in roof like just stayed in there <laughs> yep they just didn't get out they didn't yep. get they're like not worth the, it i think the doors must have got stuck or something but <laughs> well they clearly <laughs> opened when it drove over like it showed the doors open so yeah literally <laughs> so uh, oh, two man. out of ten for me Okay, um, okay. I'm going to ask you, what was your favorite part of the show? Let's go yeah. with that. What Do you have a favorite part? Like, just one part that you're like, uh, you know what, that's the best part of the show. Uh, the grandma chucking... <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> it's Daredevil. It's Daredevil. It's the, yeah. it's the only reason anyone was interested in this. It's the only reason that anyone actually watched the show is because Daredevil told us who Kingpin is. That's the only reason anyone is going to watch this. Uh... And the fact that this came out in the MCU before the Daredevil did, before Punisher did, before, like, just do a Wilson Fisk show. Like, yep. just do Wilson Fisk. Like, he's a better character. Yep. So, like, yeah, that was the best part of it. I had some I had some fun with it. I did. I used that word earlier. I will continue to use it. I did have fun. Um I didn't hate it as much as Jacob, which is usually unusual. Usually, I'm the one that like really hates stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my favorite scene. So, what, what about you? I'll go you? ahead and agree with you. It was definitely the Daredevil scene, and I will. I'll also agree with another thing you said. Wilson Fisk was the best part of the entire show, as far as just a character goes. Um, even though I do feel like he still left something on the table. I think he did a good job acting, but I feel like he could have done more. And I also feel like that's a large product of just what the writing of the show was. I feel like they didn't, it's almost like they didn't want us to understand any of the characters, which well, the I fact mean, that I'm even saying that just doesn't make any sense. I think the reason you're saying that is because he was literally in the hospital for the first three episodes. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't even around. I don't was there a flashback to him? Uh, like maybe I, no, one because, or two? In episodes yeah, one through three? Well, because we didn't even really get a flashback about him until episode four. Right. When we see him beating up the ice cream guy. Exactly. So, like, that, and that's the only time we saw him and her little. Yeah. So, <laughs> yep, maybe that's what it is. Just the fact that he was really not in the show a whole lot. Um, I, Yeah, there's no flashbacks. And they almost, like, I feel like you could kind of see that coming from a mile away. That he was going to still be alive. Because they're not going to kill Kingpin off like that. So. Oh yeah, no. I, in the comics, he gets shot, comes back. Like that's yeah. that's a direct take from the comics. But I so I I uh, I had this thought: the one way they fix this show, right? The one way they fix this show is to when he offers the kingdom, mm -hmm. she should have taken it. Yep, a hundred percent. She should have taken it. She should have been on that plane, and it should have ended showing her and him as the like, as the king and the queen for the entire like All Marvel cinema. Yes, exactly yep. for the Marvel street level fighting. They should have been the crime syndicate. He should have been running for mayor, and he should have been doing the evil stuff as mayor, like he's going to be doing, and then. Mm -hmm. She should have been the one who's running the kingdom from the underground. So he could have been the prime face of it, and then she would have been the underqueen. But why didn't they do that? So she's a, she's a psychopath. She's evil. She, we know she's terrible. She kills people all the time. She doesn't care about her family because she didn't come back. She didn't talk to them when she came back. She doesn't care. And like... The three minutes that they show her reconnecting with him doesn't make me think that she's changed her ways. So you just touched on a whole lot of things that I, I'm glad you said. So real quickly, we'll talk about her. She didn't come back either. So she can't be <sighs> mad at her grandma for not reaching out. And she can't be mad at her cousin. Or I don't think she was really mad at her cousin because her cousin seemingly, it, the way they at least used that one sentence was she does reach out a lot. But she didn't reach out at all. She never came back. She never went to talk to anybody. She was really just on a need-to-know basis and was only using her other cousin to get what she wanted. She yep. just wanted him to help her get this one train car delivered to Fisk's armory to blow it up. So, yeah, she is a prime example of an evil character that was using people, but she almost spins it in a way that she was just forgotten about. But I'll digress off of that because I really like what you said about she should have accepted the keys to the kingdom. And I a hundred percent agree with it. And when I heard that happening, 
I was like, okay, this is going to get really cool because we've heard a lot of rumors that King, the Kingpin is going to have some sort of role in either the Daredevil series. I've heard some rumors that Kingpin is going to be in the next Spider-Man movie. I've heard a lot of cool things about it. And if they're going to give Maya these powers of strength and all that stuff, it would work so perfectly for her being the, like, she's like the, does all the dirty work. Kingpin sets it up. Yep. She goes and does it and she can take care of everybody because she does have powers. So if you want to incorporate someone like a Spider-Man into this, guess what? You can, because there's actually a villain that has powers to fight against a Spider-Man. There's someone that can fight against a Daredevil. That makes sense. But her just being like, I, yeah, that was what I was hoping for when I heard that line was, okay, this could get really good. They could turn this into something that actually has a future. But the fact that it just kind of all got settled in this little Tomahawk, Oklahoma thing. Super stupid super bad it i told my wife while i was watching it i was like the best part of the shows have been the scenes that are in new york this is not a show that needed to be done in this small little town in oklahoma that has zero significance to any other thing with marvel and i get that it's a spotlight series and maybe that's why they said it here in oklahoma is because they didn't want it to have an impact on somewhere like a new york city where they do want spider-man to be Maybe that's what they were going for was setting it there, but they actually did have a good storyline, like you just said, if she would have just accepted the kingdom. Yep. And then she could have been, you know, she could have actually had a role going forward and it would have been, uh, anyway, I digress. We, we've harped on this for enough. Like, yeah, honestly, it, like, so that's our, that is our review of. Yeah, that is our review of Echo. I'm severely disappointed with it. I had such high hopes, and we've talked about it before. There's not a whole lot coming from Marvel this year, and the fact that this is one of those things that took up a spot in the Marvel mm-hmm. release slate really, really sucks. But that's our review of Echo. Um, you know, Maybe if you guys have some differing opinions, we'd love to hear from you guys. So if you guys do have anything, Zane does a good job of always putting where you can reach us at down in the the bio or the information part of this podcast. Let us know what you guys thought about Echo. If you guys had some things that maybe we missed on that might've helped us enjoy the story more, or maybe you're like us and you just didn't enjoy it that much. Let us know down there. But moving on away from Marvel a little bit, we got some really cool Star Wars news this week, which I'm super excited for. Um, And I think the thing that's headlining all the Star Wars news is we are getting a Mandalorian and Grogu movie. Star Wars is coming back to the movie theaters. I'm obviously very excited about that. I've been dying to go see a Star Wars movie in the theaters because I haven't seen one since episode nine. So Zane, how excited are you for the Mandalorian and Grogu movie? Or do you wish this was staying just on Disney Plus? So I actually heard a report that season four is still going to happen. Yes, it is. Okay, so this will be after season four. Yeah, so from what I've understood is we're doing we're getting a season four, and this will be a season five essentially. So from what I'm understanding, a season four will end with some sort of cliffhanger, and then we'll get a season five, which will be in movie form for Mandalorian and Grogu. So I, I will be excited if it's not season five. And let me let me okay. clarify that a little bit. Um, when when TV shows take the time to tell a story. And they really set it up well. A lot of the times when they finish off with a movie, it feels rushed. And it feels like you're missing a bunch of content. So I don't want this to take the place of a, like, take the place of a season. I'd rather it be like the great finale or his introduction into the meaningful future of the Star Wars Cinematic Universe. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm excited because I think they're doing that, and I got more excited when they said season four was still happening because okay. I think that gives time to set this up as an appropriately lengthed movie. And I know a lot of my friends have a lot of issues with the Mandalorian being too slow paced, um, not telling good stories uh, fast enough. I think is what they said. They really have a problem with like the journey of it now me i love that journey but if those journeys can't take place in a like the slow like deliver the eggs the you know the the planet psych not really so like you're cutting all of that out and i hope it's just a really delicious filet like not any fat just really tender good meat um but yeah i think it's gonna be i think they i mean i have all the faith in the world and john favreau and um Oh my goodness! Just blinked Dave on his Loney. name, Dave Loney. 
Yeah. Um, so, so I have a lot of the same, you know, thoughts as you do on this. I'm happy we're still getting a season four. And honestly, what I was hoping for is as excited as I am to get back to the movies with Star Wars. I was hoping that it sounds like this is the next movie we're going to be getting. And I was almost hoping that this next movie that we get be that culmination of Ahsoka and the Mandalorian. I was kind of hoping this would be where we see those two worlds merge as we kind of know they're inevitably going to do because there's too much interlying stories between the two of them. You know, we have the Moff Gideon story with the Mandalorian, which I guess he's kind of gone now, but honestly he needs to be gone. But if they bring him back again, I wouldn't be shocked because he does still have all those clones. And I'm sure there might be one out there somewhere that didn't get destroyed that whatever with that. But, you know, he was afraid of Thrawn coming back because he didn't want Thrawn to be heir to the Empire. Thrawn's obviously returned, so he is coming back to be heir to the Empire. So I was hoping we were finally going to get to see these stories come together. I still think that's going to be something we get, but I don't know if that is going to be in this Mandalorian and Grogu movie. I hope it is, but I believe as of right now, I think that is what the title of the movie is, is Mandalorian and Grogu. That could be just a title, like a, a placehold title as of right now. And if they do change that title to something a little more interesting, that kind of does mean like if we got a movie called Heir to the Empire, you know, based off the books, they probably couldn't do that because of the books, but maybe they could because it, obviously it's Star Wars. They own they it. Do whatever they want. So, yeah, exactly. So I would I would love for that to be the name of it. And it kind of be this culmination of all mm, these shows. Disagree. Disagree. But, so you want it to be its own story. So. I don't necessarily want it to be its own story. I want Heir to the Empire to have nothing to do with the Mandalorians essentially. I want okay. them to be side characters and I want Ahsoka um, and Ezra and all the like main like I want it to be a Jedi film. I want it to be a Jedi okay. film and I okay. don't I'll, want it to be Mandalorian. So I'll, that's where I was getting at was I was hoping that this would maybe I should have worded it better. I don't want the Mandalorian and Grogu to be the main parts of this heir to the Empire. I yes. do want okay. them just I want this is what I'm saying. I want this to be the culmination of all these worlds coming together, almost like an Avengers style thing, right? So you don't There's actually a, want the Mandalorian movie. You want the the Disney I Plus get, culmination I, movie. Yes, I that's what I want. I want this okay. to just be the heir Same. to the Empire, and I want the Mandalorian to be there kind of as an Avenger-esque character, kind of like a Hawkeye, right? He is an Avenger, but the main story is not centered around him or like a Black Widow. Yeah, they're still Avengers, and they still do awesome things, but we know the story is about Iron Man, Captain America, and the, you know they're the. You main, want him to be Han Solo. Essentially, yes, he's he's there, but it's not his story. Yep. Let Ahsoka be Luke, or I mean, we could have a Luke Skywalker, which I really hope we get. Sounds like we might be getting a Luke Skywalker in the future because this all does line up perfectly with that timeline. I want Ezra Let, and Luke fighting side yeah, by side. Exactly. Give us something like that. Let Ahsoka be there doing her thing. I, that's what I was hoping for with this movie. I do, like I said, very excited. So I don't, I sound like a hater this episode and I hate that I sound like that, but <laughs> I do, I, I'm excited for the movie just because it's Star Wars. I love the Mandalorian. I love all that stuff. So it's really cool that we're getting that, but I do hope that maybe this is what they're actually going for is this is going to be that culmination of everything rather than just a movie about a story of the Mandalorian and Grogu. Cause we've gotten a lot of that in the shows. We're obviously still getting a season four. We don't need a movie. Like you said, like putting all of these things together and trying to force it into a two and a half hour window. Yeah. It, it to me, I'm, I'm worried for the only fact that this sounds like a cash grab and only because of the name, the title sounds like a cash grab. Exactly. And that's why I'm hoping. That's why I said, I hope this is like a place title. Like, yeah, it's going to be kind of about the Mandalorian and Grogu. So we're just going to say that's what it is. Maybe when we get closer to it, actually becoming a thing, because we still have a whole season of the Mandalorian we're getting before this. So yeah. obviously this movie is a ways away. And the fact that you even announced it, I was kind of surprised about because they announced it with kind of, obviously we knew we were getting a season four of the Mandalorian, but they kind of announced it together, which I was kind of surprised about. I figured that would be something they announced after season four of the Mandalorian. So I can kind of get what you're saying is maybe they're trying to get this cash grab out there, getting people excited. Yeah. I just feel like it's a little too early to be talking about something like that. It also may show um, a little bit of lack in faith in their upcoming projects, which worries me to try to, instead of dropping the trailer for Acolyte, they announced that they're dropping a movie for the Mandalorian, their biggest, True. most successful show on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It was the most, Mandalorian was still the most watched show of 2023 on Disney+. Plus. 
Yeah, they have gold with it. They really do. I mean, the average viewer is still there's a lot, dude. I know so many people that still watch that show for Grogu, which yep. that's saying a lot to how well they executed something like that. But I agree with what you're saying. It kind of does feel like, and I think Acolyte is what a lot of us true Star Wars fans are more excited for than anything else. Dude, I don't know. I I read some of the notes from the creator. I'm not. I'm not super pumped about it anymore. See, I'm I'm gonna hold out hope because I feel like there's uh, still a chance for it to be good. It um, was that dude. They said some really stupid stuff. It's just how do we get to this point with you know we had these properties that were so massive and so beloved by so many people. They don't need to go out and get more average audience viewers, right? They yep. have a big Green, enough man. fan Green. base. It is. They have a big enough fan base that they could be making still millions of dollars and still appealing to the average viewer. I, but, I honestly, I think we touched on it last week. I think soft times make soft people, and uh, you know, hard times make hard hard people. And you know, we said it last week that they got bloated and they got lazy, and I think that's kind of where we're at with all of these super successful franchises. I mean. Um, Star Wars has been bloated since the sequels. Um, the Mandalorian was a passion project by John Favreau. Yeah, like, like this wasn't like he created that as a passion, and then he said screw you after Kathleen Kennedy messed with Boba Fett, and he wasn't able to tell the story he actually wanted to tell because she's a moron. And yeah, so sure. he he backed out. He said, "Well, dude, I'm not I'm not going to put in the work in the Mandalorian anymore." And that's why the Mandalorian season three was as bad as it was, is because his passion project stepped down. So you know, we talked about Kathleen Kennedy a lot on the show, and I don't know if you've seen get her out of there. Report. Get her get out, her out of there. <laughs> she does not know Star Wars, but I don't know if you've seen the recent posts. I see. I keep seeing it a lot in the new. I guess it's the writer or the director or something like that for the Ray movie that we're supposed to be getting about the new Jedi order. She made a quote that said it's time for star Wars to have a female lead character. Did we not just have that for three whole movies? Dude, I, we dude, I wanted to show. I wanted to throw up when I heard that. Yeah, what? Dude. Where have you been? That literally, when she said that, she, he said, it told she me said she has four not been women. watching star Wars. She said four women. Not lead character for women. Yeah. Were you not watching Leia stand up to Darth Vader it's, in episode four? Dude. Were you not watching Padme stand up to the entire Senate by herself? Like, it's, did, were you, you not watching you Star Wars? Yeah, Star Wars has saying. been pro-female since day freaking one. Yep. It tells you all you need to know about these people that Kathleen Kennedy is bringing into Star Wars. And just ruining things. And I, I really do think Dave Filoni's going to get a hold of this. I honestly, I think if we see a couple more bombs out of Star Wars, you know, some bad stuff, she's got to be out the door at some point. Because I think Disney is getting a little bit. We've already heard about how much they're Dude. cutting back on spinning. They, they hadn't watched Star Wars. No. They, they didn't watch the movies. Nope, they didn't. So like, That's why John Favreau and Dave Filoni are good, is because they care about it. Yep. Not, and you have not, to. Oh man. So, so oh man. Until she that, gets though, out of there. Ugh, yeah, it's going to be a problem. It's always going to be something be that we're just worried about in the back of our minds. But moving on from that, you know, we do have this season four of Mandalorian Grogu. We have the movie, which we're both excited for for both for different reasons. I would say we both are excited for the same reasons, also, though. We're just hoping yeah. that it isn't just a cash grab. Um, most exciting news probably for me is excited as I am to get back to the theaters for a Star Wars movie. They have officially announced that Ahsoka is getting a season two. Big How excited dumb. are you about that? Um, I'm very excited. I mean, we both absolutely adored the first season of it. I thought it was really good. Um, I didn't understand the hate for the show. Um, I understand not loving it, but I mean, it was really good. And I'm so, like... So I know you said that you hope that she's back in heir to the empire. I honestly kind of don't. Okay. I hope that she is the branch off into the other universe of Star Wars, and we get some completely fresh stories outside of the trilogy. Because like, I don't want her to come back and die and be like because she's not in the the sequels. Yeah. So like, just let her be off. Let 
let them recast or, or tell a story about Balin off screen. And let's see let's see this other universe. Let's take let's take it that far. Like let's take it, let's let you know, tell Anakin's story more. We know that he's coming back. Like and let's tell that story. Um and don't, we don't have to tie it back. She seemed at peace being in that universe. She didn't seem like she was dire to get back. Just like she doesn't have any friends left, like alive, like that. She's got Sabine with her. Uh, wait, is Sabine with her? No, no. Yes, no. yes, she is. She is. Sabine is with her. That's right. So I, the only problem with that is that Sabine is there, and so like <sighs> Sabine needs to get back to Ezra, and he needs to get. She needs to get back to to her her ghost crew. So that's the only issue I have. If it was just ahsoka i'd really like it just to stay there and just tell that story so you're saying a lot of i think that's why my most excited shows for this year we're getting another season of the bad batch which you guys know how much i love that but i am more excited about skeleton crew and acolyte because there are new stories you know these are characters yeah. we haven't seen before and that's what i want from star wars i don't want i keep seeing all the time people talk about i wish we would get you know, the prequels in a Clone Wars animation. I don't want them to waste the resources of making those movies. <laughs> Why? We have a yes. live action. <laughs> we have a live action version of it. We don't need an animation version of it just to see what it would look like. Let's just let's make some new stories. I think that's why I like the Bad Batch so much. It is a new story. It's something we haven't heard about. There's a lot of new things in it. So that's what I love about it so much. I think that's a big thing why we like the Mandalorian so much. It is a new story. It's something we haven't explored before. And so that's what I'm hoping they continue to do. So I love the idea behind Ahsoka being like that that bridge into brand new stories. I think that would be phenomenal. Um, but we'll see if that happens. Now, one question I do want to ask you about is you mentioned Balin. That's a really tough and tricky spot that Star Wars is in because we all know, unfortunately, Ray Stevenson passed away, who did a phenomenal job playing Balin. Looks like they're probably going to go the route of recasting him. Do you think that is what they're going to do? Because we haven't gotten any confirmation. So do you think they do recast him, or do you think they kind of just let him kind of have his story be over with him getting to this point? So I, I, I'm going to pull from my experience in, in times past. Um, and when somebody didn't do that, and I think it was a mistake, and I think that's Chadwick Boseman, they should have recast Black Panther. Yep. That character is too big for young children not to have him in live action because one man died. And so I think this is different because it's not like a superhero a to look up character. to. It yeah. is a villain, and it is like, and he did do a good job of it. But these people, like, this is the first time we've ever seen him. He did a great job, Ray Stevenson. But, like, I, I all of these people, I feel like if you could ask them, they'd say, like, keep the character alive. Yes. Yep, because they love so the character. I think it does more justice to keep the legacy going than it does to end it and not have it. So I, I say recast it just because... I think they did a big mistake in not recasting Chadwick Boseman, even though they they did a great job with the story they told. It was emotional and loving, but like, I, you just need him around. So well, know, it, that's it, my opinion. And I think Marvel, you know, talking about the Chadwick Boseman situation, it'd been really cool. They showed us at the end of Black Panther two that he had a son. With the way Marvel is now, why not just do a time skip? Right. <laughs> let that be his son and let him be the new Black Panther. You know, now we have I mean, they could do that. I well, guess they're the going to do that. that the, I mean, exactly. he's going to be in the Young Avengers. Yeah. So, like, we're going to get that. But I think they should have just done that with that movie. If we make it there. To, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we got a long year ahead of us after Echo. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, with Balin, I kind of agree. I think they should just recast him because I think that character has a really cool story to tell. Um he seemed very knowledgeable of Peridia, the galaxy that they're on. He seems to know what he wants to do and what his purpose is. And so I don't want to not know what happens with him because I think a lot of people would say he was arguably one of the best characters in the Ahsoka show. I know a lot of people that said that, that, that he was their favorite character because they loved his new, yeah. they loved his story and all that stuff. I was one of those people. I thought his story was awesome. So I would love for them to recast him. I really want to see where that story goes, but I think you made a great point. I think all of these actors would be like, yeah, please move that. Give another actor an opportunity 
to play a role that big because I'm sure Chadwick Boseman would tell you that's probably his one of his favorite things he ever got to do was play a superhero in Marvel. I know Ray Stevenson talked about how much he loved that he was in Star Wars because he was a Star Wars fan. So give someone yeah. else that opportunity to live that dream out just like they got to. Yeah, I completely agree. But that's kind of the big Star Wars news that we got this week. Obviously, we didn't get a whole lot, but I think those are some pretty big things with us getting a new movie. Um, I do think this is going to be the start of some more Star Wars movies. I think they are going to make an effort to get back to the big screen a little bit more in the future, but I do think that's going to be a ways away because we've got quite a few shows. Um, I am interested to see where the Ahsoka Season 2 falls in this time frame. I wonder if they... Obviously, it's probably going to be after Mandalorian season four, but are they going to do the movie before that? Are they going to do the show before that? I am excited to see what they do there, because as far as I know, they are just beginning the writing stage for Ahsoka season two. So that's going to be fun. It's going to be a minute. Um, Yeah. So the last thing I have, I know we're running a little bit long on this episode. I don't know if you've seen a little bit about it, but Stranger Things season five is officially filming we're starting to get a few little bit of leaks out there i don't know if you've seen anything like that oh, i stay how away excited you're trying to stay away i unfortunately, away. i catch i'm like a magnet to these leaks man i just they always are popping up i'm always getting them sent to me by people so i've seen a few things i think there's some really cool things coming how excited are you though for the season five of stranger things i'm super excited it's a series i love and probably the series that me and my wife discovered together the most mm-hmm. um which which it holds a special place in my heart just because I, I love enjoying time with her and watching stuff is is one of my passions so anytime we can share a passion together that's 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 a great time so i'm super excited i'm nervous man i'm super nervous they're gonna screw it up <laughs> i've had so i've had so many shows disappoint and the series that like i've had series just really kill the ending like and not in a good way um i'm just dude they're old they're so old now yeah the the like the goodness of it being like innocent kids telling this like story like it just makes it it makes it tough for me because i'm like man what are they gonna do and is it gonna have the same passion as what you saw when they were young. Like, is it going to be the same? Well, and, and the I've answer, it can't be. Yeah, and I've already heard a lot of the actors on the show, which just upsets me a little bit because it is my favorite show of all time. A lot of them have already said, yeah, we're ready to move on. And I completely understand that because it has been these kids' entire life. They've never had really an opportunity to act in a whole lot of other things because this has been what they've been working on. Now we've had a long break in between most of the seasons, which kind of blows my mind when I think about it. I'm like, Holy cow. It's been years since we had season four. Yeah. So it is crazy how long of a break they've gone way on this too show. long, way too long. But I also do think that this number or the show is going to do absolute numbers because it is the culmination of a thing that already, I, I think it was Netflix most watched series of all time. I don't know if it still yes, is. Cause it still is. Yeah. So Obviously, it's going to have some pretty big um, fan attraction. The big long wait, I'm sure it might have lost some fans there because people just don't want to wait. But I'm sure as soon as they see that first trailer drop or something like that, they are going to be right back into it. So that was another little bit of news that I saw. And man, I'm so excited. I saw a couple of pictures of all the cast members together, you know, just not acting. They're just all hanging out and stuff. Just super cool. You know, these are people that we've literally watched grow up. So it's really cool that we're getting to see this whole culmination of this story. But that's all the news that I had for this week. I don't know if there's anything that you may have caught on that you wanted to speak on or anything like that. There's only one thing that I wanted to speak on uh, because it's something we haven't talked about. It's coming up super quick. Um, And that's Avatar, The Last Airbender. Live action drops February 22nd on Netflix the entire season. Yep. Are you excited for that? I am. I'm actually... I'm very excited for that. I loved Avatar The Last Airbender, the cartoon. And I'm actually one of those people I loved when I was little. Obviously, it doesn't hold up to today. But I loved the live-action movie that we got back years ago. When I was little, I loved that movie, dude. I thought it was so great. And I know watching it now, it definitely doesn't hold up. But I loved that movie as a kid. So I'm excited because I think this show is going to have a lot more of a, like, adult friendly esque 
vibe to it. That live action show that or movie that we got way back when, you could definitely tell that it was geared towards kids. And I'm not saying that this isn't going to be because I think this whole story is still a kid's story. I think it's still going to be something that kids can watch. But I think it's going to be in a way that adults can enjoy it too. Um, so I'm definitely very excited about it. The people that they've casted, ah, I think so a phenomenal good. cast. Dude, I mean, Paul Sun Hung Yu Lee. Yep. Hyung Yung. I think it's Yung Lee for Uncle Iroh. Maybe the perfect. best casting I've ever seen. Have you it's seen perfect. him in? I thought, what is it? Uh, oh, he's in a uh, he's in a sitcom about a Korean uh, like uh, convenience store with Su- uh, yeah. Simu Lee. No, oh, you know I'm called? not a sitcom fan, so no. I, I know, but he's so funny. <laughs> it is absolute Kim's convenience store, and he's he's Appa, but dude, Appa Kim, dude, oh, so funny. Um, so he he, I think he's gonna crush it. I think all the casting looked great. The trailer yep. looks awesome. Um, I was a little nervous about this one, but uh, I'm I'm really excited for it because I mean, it looks really good. I think it's going to cut thing, out all the stupid and, and just okay. keep the good. That's where I was just about to go with this, with the question I was about to ask you. I haven't read up a whole lot on it. I've watched the trailer, but I haven't really been keeping up with news. Is this something that's supposed to be multiple seasons, kind of like the cartoon? This is, or book is this one. supposed to be, it's just one whole season with this, the whole no, story? No, 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 no. This is book one. Okay, so they are doing it the way that the cartoon yep, did. Yep, exactly the same. And I think oh, they've already perfect. started filming book two. Oh, dude, man, that's got me so excited. I I love that. I think that might have been – I know people don't consider it like it's more of a cartoon than an anime, but it has some of that anime-esque style to it. I oh, get, dude, probably get a lot you're of get cruci- something like that. Well, I know, we got to get some fan mail to get crucified, but yeah, if yeah, we so did, I'm you tr- would. I, listen, I'm trying, dude. Did you not <laughs> We're hear throwing me out those hot takes. <laughs> I'm doing everything I can to get a that's letter right. in the mail from that's somebody. Right. So, so, if, if you guys are watching, please roast me in a message saying, oh, that's not anime or whatever. I know it's not, but it does have like those style to it. It does. I think that's kind of what got me interested in other anime-esque type stuff is because it's, it's, that's where every, I feel like a lot of kids started there because it was, that's what we had. So yeah, I'm very excited. I'm glad you brought that up because that's not something I'd even really thought about, but yeah, it is quickly approaching. Yeah. So I, I, that's just something I wanted to touch on, get your opinions on, because we hadn't even talked about it. I don't think, um, but yeah, super excited, man. Uh, a lot of fun things. Man, we roasted Echo for 40 minutes. <laughs> like I said, guys, I apologize for pr- this episode's probably running a little long, but a little bit. I had to get I had to I had to let my feelings be heard on this one cuz I, right. I had them bottled up. Let them out, baby. I didn't even I didn't even text Zane. Usually I'll text him about like if there's a Marvel show out like when Loki season 2 was going on, I'd be like, "Man, great episode." Obviously, where this one dropped, like all the episodes at once, I kind of just watched them all back to back or something like that. I didn't even take the time because I was just so irritated and frustrated. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to bottle this all up. You're not supposed to do. So if you're one of those people out there that bottles up stuff, don't do it. Find someone to talk to. But I was ready for this one. I bottled this one up. I sealed it tight. And oh I was ready for this goodness. episode of the podcast. But if you I guys did it. enjoy it, Make sure to check back with us next week. We're going to have another episode. I'm sure we'll find something to talk about. I can promise you we won't be talking about Echo, though, unless something happens that is so significant that I feel the need to bring that up, or maybe Zane will bring it up. I don't ever want to talk about that show again. So if you're looking for some more Echo news, you're not going to find it here next week. But I'm sure we're <laughs> going to have an awesome slate of things to talk about. Zane always has a good does a good job of getting us some things to talk about. So like I said, you can catch us here next week. Again, Zane's going to put down some stuff down there. You guys can reach out to us and ask us some questions, or you can make fun of me for hating Echo so much or for calling Avatar an anime-esque show. I'm here for it. We would love to hear from you guys. But that is going to do it for this week's episode of The Weekly Fix. Again, thank you guys so much for watching, and you guys can hear from us next week.